0: Hi, this is Will Green from the Guernsey Press. Welcome to the first in a special series of podcasts focusing on Guernsey and the climate crisis. This series is supported by the International Sustainability Institute of the Channel Islands. More than 120 world leaders have gathered in Glasgow for COP26, the 2021 UN Climate Change Conference. This is being billed as the world's best last chance to get runaway climate change under control. At its very core, that means cutting carbon emissions to keep global temperature rise within 1.5 degrees. And countries will be asked to come forward with new commitments to do just that. Going beyond that mark, those leaders were told, would amount to digging our own grave. It's a global crisis which demands global solutions. But where does Guernsey fit into this? What's at stake for us, for our islands? Where and how can we make a difference? And actually, what opportunities could there be for us? Now, over the next couple of weeks of the conference, we'll be speaking to key local players about the issues at the center of this climate battle. Finance, energy, youth empowerment, nature, adaptation, innovation, transport and the built environment. Representatives from the States will be among the delegates discussing those themes in Glasgow, including the President of the Committee for the Environment Infrastructure, that's Deputy Lindsay Desunray, who I spoke to ahead of the conference. So, Lindsay, uh, COP26 is this huge UN conference on climate change. It's going to be the focus of the world. Why are you going and why does this matter to Guernsey?
1: Absolutely it matters to Guernsey. Um, Climate change and our response to it uh, is, is a core part of the government work plan, which is kind of our blueprint for, for business in, in government. Um, so it's a really fundamental part of what we're doing over this political term. And it's really important that Guernsey is represented on the world stage. Uh, we're actually going as, as part of the UK delegation alongside our other Crown dependencies, Jersey and the Isle of Man. And uh, it's a really exciting opportunity for us to uh, share information. And that, that very much is a two-way two way street.
0: Okay. And what sort of information will, we, will you be sharing?
1: Well, there's an awful lot of uh, panel discussions and opportunities to learn from what, what other jurisdictions and even organisations are doing, what's working well from elsewhere. And I know from previous experience that people are really interested in what Guernsey are doing in certain fields as well.
0: What are you hoping to showcase in terms of Guernsey? You know, we've got this massive finance sector here. There's been a real push on green finance, for example. What are you hoping to take forward and and kind of profile for Guernsey at this huge international event?
1: Absolutely. I think it's a fantastic opportunity for Guernsey. I'm really pleased to say... Uh, because it was something that I've been pushing for since 2016, uh, and and the states, to their credit, did respond. Um, But we uh, are a green and sustainable finance centre. We're actually a member of the UN Finance Centres for Sustainability Network, which is quite an elite group of green and sustainable finance centres. So we are recognised internationally on that stage, and this is an excellent opportunity for us to explain what Guernsey has to offer in that space. So that's fantastic. Uh, It's a really important part of our our identity really, our international identity. And obviously it has economic opportunities um, that come along with that. Uh, So that's definitely one of the the main aspects that we will be um, talking with people about. Uh, But also this is an amazing opportunity to learn from other places. Learn what works well, what hasn't worked well, um, to share ideas, share knowledge, share data. uh, And, you know, we can come back and really refine some of our thinking in terms of our own approach and what's going to work in the the Guernsey context to climate change.
0: Yeah, you know, some people say, well, Guernsey's only a tiny little island. What can we do about it? But do you actually think that the finance sector is the bit? Well, we can make that international difference.
1: I would always say, uh, I would always flip that, actually, myself, and say, if Guernsey can't do it, who can? You know, we are an agile, fleet of foot, autonomous jurisdiction uh, with with um, quite uh, a high GDP per capita. If we can't do it, really, the other places have got far bigger problems. So I think we're in a fantastic uh, position to be able to react but yeah, I've also said that Guernsey can punch well above our weight. Um, we might be a, a relatively small uh, community, 63 or 1,000 people, but our impact on the global stage can go so much further than that. And you're absolutely right that one of the ways in which we can do that is through green finance. Um, and the way that I usually describe uh the role of green finance is that we're in a transition the whole world is in a transition at the moment from what we call the brown economy which is underpinned by fossil fuels um, uh, and sort of linear consumption patterns to a green economy which is underpinned by um, renewable energy and a circular economy uh, and in order to make that transition happen, governments can't do it on their own. Um, so we are going to need to mobilise globally um, a really large amount of money. So the last time I checked the figure, it was somewhere in the region, of $26 trillion. And obviously, when it comes to mobilising capital, Guernsey has got a very clear role to play in that. Um, so that's one of the roles that we can we can have. Uh, we can't governments around the world can't do this on their own they're going to need to engage uh, private capital and as a green and sustainable finance centre Guernsey's got a key role to play in making that transition from the brown economy to the green economy happen so yeah absolutely crucial Um, and it's it's a way that we as a as a relatively small community can have a really big impact internationally.
0: Is Guernsey doing enough at the moment and host the cop 26 summit will we be expected to do more
1: irrespective of what the rest of the world does if Guernsey decides to, to to just sit on our haunches I think one of the the other negative effects would be the opportunities that would pass us by because there is so much you know where there is risk there is also opportunity and this is um, this is an end in which Guernsey as a jurisdiction has got opportunities. I'm not just talking in terms of our finance sector, uh, but I'm talking just generally speaking. Um, So often the kinds of solutions that are more sustainable have got social, they've got economic benefits and social benefits as well as the environmental benefits because ultimately a lot of this comes down to how effectively and efficiently we use resources and the more effectively and efficiently we can use resources, the less money we have to spend and uh, the longer that is a sustainable model of working but so often there are really positive synergies between um, environmentally sustainable solutions and economically sustainable solutions and things which really promote social well-being as well so things that reduce the cost of living which we know is a real pressure here in Guernsey and really increase uh, health and well-being so it's, it's a, an area of an immense opportunity, I think, as well, to put in place some some solutions that will really tick all those boxes and bring really widespread benefits to the community as a whole. And how much
0: is this going to cost ordinary people in Guernsey? Is it going to is it going to cost them money?
1: And I think it's always important to look at this in the context of what it costs us to do nothing which is a lot, and that, I say that from the perspective of um, the international community, you know, the cost of dealing with unmitigated climate change is, is just mind-blowing. It's huge. Um, and the same goes as, as an island. You know, if we just stick our heads in the sand where it's going to end up costing us dear and the people that it will cost most is the younger and future generations um so it's really important that we actually act uh, as as early as we can um and uh, put in place as appropriate measures as we can to make sure that we are creating opportunities for them as well but also limiting the costs that we're going to pass on down through the generations
0: That's Deputy De Desumere speaking to me before travelling up to Glasgow to be part of COP26. Now, in the next podcast, we'll hear about an area where Guernsey can make a big impact, and it really can and will make a big impact, I believe, and that is finance. And that is because mobilising capital, that means really funnelling that money and investment into areas which will make a difference in climate change, is one of the four main aims of COP26 which I'll be exploring with economist Dr. Andy Sloan from the International Sustainability Institute of the Channel Islands. I'm on Twitter, politics editor is the handle. I'm also on LinkedIn. You can find me there by searching William Green at Guernsey Press. So do get involved in the discussion.